genre. Hello and welcome to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast that analyzes the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I am Jason Haynes. I am Douglas Greenberg. Today we are knocking out minute 65, which, uh, oh, I I feel so forgotten. Uh, This is my third, I think my third intro, and I think all three I forgot the guest. (laughs) So we have, uh, joining us again on day uh, Friday here, day, a fifth day in a row, (laughs) is our special guest, Jake from the Dark Knight Minute. Hello, Jake. Howdy. Nice to see you could join us. Thanks. Thanks Uh, for having me and not forgetting (laughs) me. Um, so this minute here, minute 65, begins with Mickey landing himself on Peter's most wanted list. I just doing the intro, what's written in front of me. I did not make that joke up. <laughs> and it ends with manager. 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 <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Let's, uh, jump, right in. let's jump right in. The water's warm. <sighs> yes, uh, the water is warm. <laughs> So he, Mickey turtle. says that. <laughs> you know what else is warm? Turtle soup. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know who likes turtle soup? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Minute. Oh, oh there we go. Do- oh. Boom. That's what doing they- yes. That's, that's what they call their uh, bonus episodes. Become a Patreon supporter of Rocky Minute and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Minute. Uh, and to think I almost forgot you in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Not almost. Did forget you in the intro. I think that cat pee's gone to your brain. <laughs> it's, it's dissipated. I think uh, finally the Pretty fifth. Good. Well, it didn't start till day three. The cat piss. They choked me out with the lights off. Um, smells good though in here. Uh, I love after Mickey. Mickey says that the turtles make good soup. He, his chuckle. He chuckles after that. Has anyone had turtle soup? Any? Well, I mean, anyone? I mean, you three, you two. No. I've no? had many different kinds of soups with different with 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 different animals, but never turtle soup. Like I've had a rabbit stew. I've had oh no. I've had different. You know, I've had cow hoof stew. Um, yeah, that's when I was down in Central America, hanging out in Guatemala, because that's what I like to do. I was down there for about two years, just hanging out. Really. Yeah, oh, good, good. I am um, long vacation. Yes, Guatemala. yes, a nice long vacation, not for religious purposes at all. I've had the uh, the minestrone. I've had the chicken noodle, the chicken noodle with the alphabet noodles, uh, French onion, of course, the stars. Yeah. I like bisques and chowders. <laughs> I've had all of those as well. Those sound delicious. I've also ever had. Chi- you ever have chicken feet soup? No. <laughs> It was actually pretty delicious. It was actually pretty good what I had. And the weird thing is when you eat the chicken feet, though, because they're all basically bone and like skin and cartilage. Mm -hmm. That wasn't my favorite part, but, you know. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Nails? Are there any nails? No, no nail. Well, um, they cut off that little tip of the the foot. I don't know, the claw. I don't know, whatever you want to call the end of there. 
So once you, whatever you call the, the whatever you call the phalanges at the of a chicken. So I encourage everyone to head over to Mighty Mix and post your favorite soup. <laughs> uh, I looked up turtle soup on Google, and there's just a ton of recipes for turtle soup. So I guess it's still a thing. But I I didn't read these articles, but a couple of headlines for articles popped up that that uh, I found funny. Turtle soup disappeared because people ate too many turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so that's what happened. Shortage? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they ran out of turtles. Well, not. It's like when you watch like any like kids movie, like Finding Dory, like um, or Finding ne- uh, Nemo, like those type of fish were like being bought up, and like there wasn't enough. It's like all the parents wanted to buy them for the kids. The kids all wanted them as pets, right. you know, clownfish and whatever fish Dory is, right? And it's just right. like, and and I think that's what happened after um, Penguin, you know, when Happy Feet came out, and all, oh, everyone Happy wanted Feet, a, my favorite penguin. <laughs> everyone wanted a a pet penguin that that can tap dance. Or everybody wanted to be a penguin hybrid after Batman Returns came out. Yes, uh, yeah. just nobody wanted to be a penguin uh, hybrid. No, no, just, nobody wanted. Uh, Dory appears to be a blue tang fish. A blue Does tang like a fish. Okay. I feel like that's the scientific almost, name. Well, oh, here we go. I feel like it's like a drink, it's not- basically. It's like it's you know you have regular <laughs> blue tang. Um, it's also very similar to poon tang. <laughs> also similar it's to scientific- also similar to pooty tang. Pooty pooty pooty. Um, its scientific name is Paracanthus hepatus. So the more I think you, you know. gotta wait for uh, the Disney uh, animated essentials. Is that on there? Uh, Minute. Yeah, they're. I think they were. They did Beauty and the Beast. Oh, one of my faves. Mistaken, but I, I do believe they'll get to that. Kill Jay, the beast, Jay. I feel like you have a lot of faves. So it's like when you stamp your official seal of approval on something, it doesn't mean as much. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just like everything. <laughs> the other, uh, the other article, the title of it, um, it's on History dot com. So it must be true. It's called The Rise and Fall of Turtle Soup. Is, uh, is turtle soup? It, that, that's like like history.com did a expose on turtle soup. So, uh, okay. Go check that out. All right. If you care to learn the rise and fall of turtle soup. I don't know. I feel bad eating a turtle. I would. Yeah, I would. Uh, but apparently um, they're very meaty. They come with their own bowl, too. You just <laughs> flip, that, flip that shell upside down. Just don't no. leave it on the arm of the chair because they just fall over because they're round at the bottom. <laughs> Well, and then, like, when you're done with the shell, just pop off the bottom part and you got a nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> it protects you from those alien, those alien and government rays that are trying to read your brain. That's right. Line it with tinfoil and you'll be set. My favorite bowl for soup is the bread bowl. Oh, I like man. to eat my bowl after I'm done. Oh, yeah. A nice sourdough bread bowl. Mm. Oh, oh, man. We should start a food podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll start off with, what is it? Cheesecake, cheesesteak, KFC, and then bread bowls. I would say turtle soup, but I don't feel like eating turtle soup. So <laughs> we'll, we'll make turtle soup, but without the turtle, it'll just be soup. Soup. It's <laughs> <laughs> just hot water. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so back to Rocky minute. Uh, Mickey tells Rocky that he wants to warn him. Right. Uh, because like the Bible says, you ain't going to get a second chance. Well, it's, it's, it's danger, Rocky Balboa. Danger. Does the Bible say that? It doesn't. I, I don't, I don't yeah. Know. No. I thought, that, I, I thought I was, God, Jesus, were all about second chances. Like forgive. 
Yeah, yeah. No. but it, I mean, it doesn't say so, you ain't gonna get a second chance. Is Mickey just making that up? With the Bible? Well, maybe. Well, is that you were talking about the Bible? Yeah, we're talking about the Bible. It's not like the Bible where it gives you second chances. So right. <laughs> I think he brings that up because he knows Rock's religious and he's just like, you know, you should give me a second chance. Yeah. Right. But Rocky does like, a, he, he's blowing him off now. Well, he's checking his mail while he's while Mick's talking, giving his spiel. He's just like, all right, what bills am I behind on now? But hmm. at what, what point? So Mickey tells him, Mickey starts telling him what he needs. A manager. Well, once he says, once he says like, like telling him like, you know what you need, mm. then you know, like what's coming. All right. Now we're going to figure out what Mickey wants out of this. Like yeah. it was all tied in. He need a manager. Right. And Rocky sees what he's getting at too. Mickey says he's been in the racket for 50 years. So he knows. And right. The, the way Rocky's like, oh, 50 years, huh? No. He's blowing, he's blowing off Mickey now. Cause he, he sees what Mickey's getting at, and the last time he saw Mickey, he called him a dumb dago and threw him out. Um, before you get into Mickey, over his behind Mickey is the the Morton Salt um <laughs> thing on the shelf there. Have they never changed their container? <laughs> the, logo? <laughs> the logo, the container, like that little metal thing you lift up to pour your yeah. salt that is never changed. It's got- tried and true. <laughs> Stick with what works. Yeah, the the mail. Mickey grabs some mail off the fridge. I was wondering if if like now now that Rocky is out there he's been on at the press conference that somebody sent him a telegram i think that's a telegram that he opens up i don't know what it is junk mail somebody somebody sent rocky their their good wishes (laughs) i don't know he's probably he's he's probably got a few fan ladies that are sending him some mail he's like what's this and then he reads it. it's like oh (laughs) then he just like throws it in the trash but like he's he's only got like he's only got like he's only got like two letters he's got adrian yeah he doesn't eat groupies but he's got like two letters there is what it looks like I don't know. It's just like back in you know the seventies. That's how you communicated people long distance. That and yeah. phone calls. But like you didn't. He doesn't have a phone, so you had to write everybody. I don't know. I don't even know the last time I last time I wrote someone a letter. Right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write Doug and Jay some love letters. I'm going to get them in the mail today. We're bringing it back old school, folks. Yes, and mm-hmm. then and then maybe I'll stick some Cheesecake Factory gift cards in there for Jay. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, Maybe for get Christmas. Them here now. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> since since this is after Christmas, I'm gonna, it's going to be a New Year's Eve gift. Ah, there you go. So, God. Well, I was just going to say, it's like he's talking about how he needs a manager, and and he kind of goes into his own life flashbacks of how he knocked out Furpo, De- um, or no, Furpo knocks out Dempsey, and he knocked out Russell. You know, and they knocked them both right out of the ring, and he said, "Who?" Who's the one that got covered? And he's like Dempsey because he was the champ, you know. And he's like that. Could, but it's like the date September fourteenth, nineteen twenty three. So that really puts a date on Mick. It's seventy six net, and you know when Rocky's being made. That's fifty three years later. So you know Mick's. I think he says later that he's seventy six years old. But he says in the thing, I, I've been in this racket for fifty years. For fifty years, 50 but. Years. So that fight is 53, 4, 5, 6, 7. That fight was uh, 53 years ago. Yeah. And I'm sure that wasn't his first fight. Mm-hmm. So he probably is in long over, probably over, well over 60 years. Yeah. But anyway, no. that he's no math genius like Rocky is. <laughs> anyway, oh, just to give us some boxing history, that fight was an actual fight. Uh, Dempsey 
versus Luis Angel Furpo, who was the first Latin American fighter to have a shot at the championship title. Um, it was September 14, 1923 at the Polo Grounds in New York City. Dempsey was the champ since 1918. And Furpo, also known as El Toro de las Pampas. What does that mean? Uh, it's <laughs> I don't know. No. The bull of... Yeah, the bull of... Uh, Pampas. Pampas. Las Pampas? A place, probably. The Pampas? The bull of... It's got to be a place because he's from Argentina. It's de las Pampas. Pomp- Is that someplace Pampas. in Argentina? Oh. Dude... Somebody look it up real fast. <laughs> well, it it can also um, depend on, like, because he's in, where does he say he was from? He said Latin America. Ar- Argentina, he was Guatemala. from. Arge- Argentina. Yeah, so it comes from Argentina. Um, I have a buddy that went down to Argentina for two years, you know, hanging out for hmm. non religious. Yeah, non religious re- reasons. It just depends on what, I guess, what you're meeting down there. Because, like, I'd, I'd have to call him and, and see. But, like, oh, looking yeah. at, it says like it's like a grassy region. It's yeah. a lush and fertile flatlands that surround Buenos Aires, known as the Pampas. There you go. That's probably where he's from then. Or close by. The bull oh, of Las here goes. Pampas. The wild bull of Las Pampas is what it means. Yep. It's uh, Del Toro, whatever the hell you said. El, El Toro, Toro de, de Las Pampas. Pampas. So he's basically saying the bull of that plateaued area. It's also Yo hablo Las Pampas. Is a, Yo hablo a kennel in Argentina. Well, like, you know, I was like, so, well, that's like the thing, and, and like, in just like here in the states, like when you use certain words in different states, it means different things. So, like right. in certain countries down in Central America and South America, different words mean different things. And so, I know. So we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> yes. So he's the bull, wild bull of Las Pampas in Argentina, and he he was uh, he knocked Dempsey out of the ring at the end of round one, and um. Then he later beat him and knocked him out in 57 seconds into round two. Dempsey. Dempsey recovered. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So that was that. So him getting knocked out of the ring wasn't the end of the fight. No, no, no. He got it back in the ring. And I I think personally, if you... If you're a boxer and you knock your opponent out of the ring, that should be an automatic win. (laughs) It should be like, you've won. Well, it's pretty hard to do, I would say, these days. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, so like, I feel like that's a, you know, because you knock him out of the ring, you basically stop. I feel like that's kind of like if shady fighters were wanting to be, it's like, oh, I got knocked out of the ring. Give me a minute to recover. But Mickey doesn't, he doesn't say if he won when he knocked Guinea Russell out of the ring. He just said he knocked he, him out did. the same night. Yeah. He? Well, he says like he knocked him out the same night. Yeah. He knocked him out of the ring too as well. Yeah. And he just knocked him out. Yeah. He well, knocked him out of the ring. Two people got knocked out of the ring in the same night? That's the point of the statement. You should have seen me when I knocked Guinea Russell out of the ring. September yeah. 14th, 1923. Same night for Bo knocked Dempsey out. That's that's what uh, Mick's trying to make. It's like who got the publicity and who didn't. And because Furpo got, got the, the, yeah, Dempsey yeah. got the, the, um, the, pl- the press. It wasn't because of the champ because he was a champ. It's because he had a manager. Yeah. Manager. I don't think that's true, Mick. I don't either. <laughs> He's grasping. Yeah. Did he really even knock Guinea Russell out of the ring? I searched and no, he didn't. Mickey didn't fight that night. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fictional. too many, too many head traumas. He's he's making up. Yeah. So I my feeling here is that he's here with his hat in his hand because of his own missed opportunities mm-hmm. in life. Yes, his, his own regret. Hundred percent. And and I will I will jump in and say that. In the uh, in an interview, when Sylvester Stallone was talking about Mickey, he's his thing was that Mickey 
um, had to embody a man whose dreams have been crushed. He is an unrealized human being. So this, you know, Mickey has spent his whole life in boxing. He says 50 years. It's got to be more than 60, closer to probably 70. How old is he? 76? So probably, what do you start boxing when you're? Safer. Young, yeah, teenager. Yeah, so so at least sixty years. So he's been in boxing over sixty years. Has never, you know, hasn't got any attention. Hasn't done anything. Hasn't um, won any titles. Had any title shots as a, both a boxer or a manager or a trainer or nothing. So he's just in. But he he obviously knows a lot about boxing and he's into boxing and he's just you know an unrealized human being. So he's just gone through this whole sport, his whole life, dedicated his whole life to. He owns a gym. And apparently owns our listeners group, Mighty Megs. So he owns a gym and and just has pretty much gotten nothing out of the sport, nothing back in terms of notoriety and whatnot. So here's his well, shot. Yeah, and like, well, he's basically Mister Irrelevant right now. Like, I I feel like in the boxing world, because like if you've ever watched like the NFL draft, the guy that's picked last in the NFL draft, that's the name they give him is Mister Irrelevant. Oh, that's terrible. And so like. Yeah, he's had some fights, but he never became like that big star. So he's, you know, he's probably when he was boxing, like was probably had some success, but not enough to like get him up the the rungs of the ladder of, of the boxing world. And so he just he his boxing career kind of fiddled and got knocked out of a of any title contention and any notoriety. We also learn about. I always talk about. Uh, we learn about characters, and we, and we learn we learn all about Mickey right now. Like what his from this little speech, what his life is about. It's all dedicated his whole life to this sport. And he actually in this thing, he's talking about he's done it all in the sport. He throws in a "You should have seen me." <laughs> yeah, should have seen me. Yeah, and because he's done it all, <laughs> and it's just funny because like I think it's just his his uh, pitched for that he needs to be Rocky's manager. Do we need to make like podcast managers to get us some of that podcast money? So we can be famous. Uh, maybe. We're, I don't know. All right. So we're starting a new business right now. Us three podcast managers. And we're going to, we're going to take this world by storm and we're going to start getting money. I'm in. Uh, we need to sign non-disclosure agreements and everybody listening. <laughs> we need you to sign non-disclosure agreements too. Cause it's our idea. Yes. <laughs> We've claimed it. We have it on recording. You, you can also, we touched um, the first time we meet Mickey at the father son uh, kind of relationship that he and Rocky have. And you can look at it here again, but it's a lot different. You know, when we first meet Mickey, he's the, he's the father figure to Rocky telling him that he never realized his potential. He calls him a tomato and, and whatnot. And now it's like the father come comes groveling to the son, which never happens in real life. And it's, I don't know. It, it's a little sad to see Mickey in this state. Um, I don't I don't feel sympathetic for Mickey right now because um from what we've already seen is is he kind of mistreated Rocky a little bit in the beginning, yelling at him, you know, whatever. Like and and I also think if if Rocky had all the talent that Mickey's claiming he had, and and you had all the talent but you never made anything of yourself, I, I would blame Mickey for part of that. Like if you're supposed to be the trainer, the father figure, the guy that was supposed to guide him, then you failed a little bit too. So I don't I don't feel any. I don't feel any sympathy for Mickey right now. I kind of like Rocky has a kind of an attitude, like he's standing back, like, "Oh, now you're gonna come groveling to me." Like, I agree. Uh-huh. I'm almost like <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> be honest with you, that's my attitude. Uh, so, do you think Mickey deserves a second chance? I do, and I don't. I do because he's old. <laughs> it's like Grandpa. <laughs> like you don't want to be mean to Grandpa. Um, uh, but it, it, Rocky needs him. So, yes. Well, Mick's, Mick's uh, shelf life is uh, kind of short. 
Right. So I feel like he knows that, you know, how old Mick is. It's like, oh, might as well. Because, like, really, Mick's the only one that, like I said, that's really coming to him to offer him the mm-hmm. the support right now. Because if you think about it, without Mick, Rocky wouldn't have lasted or fought the way he did. Like, he probably would have gone in and fought, but probably would have gotten destroyed earlier on. Mm-hmm. With Mick training him, like, he's, getting, he's actually going to get in shape and chase the chickens yeah. and... Crap thunder yeah. and fart lightning and I forget what. <laughs> no, I think that's exactly it. You're gonna crap thunder and fart lightning. <laughs> oh man! No, yeah, Rocky, Rocky needs Mickey, so he has to give him the second chance. And plus, yeah. it's in the Bible, second chances. Yes, <laughs> there yes. you go. You do get him, you don't get him. Who knows? Forgiveness. It's more than saying sorry. From um. Forgiveness more than saying sorry. Was that um? How was the movie with the, where he's fat and he's skinny? Ryan Reynolds and just oh, friends, uh, just friends, just friends. Yeah. <laughs> Had to throw that on. All there. right, just friends, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I think he's done and is in need of some cheesecake. All right. Well, I'm uh, going to cut myself a healthy slice of cheesecake, Jake. Why don't you one more time remind our listeners? Oh, you remember what happens after recording this week, too, don't you? Well, well, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember. I'm going to disappear. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, evidently, we murder our guests after we <laughs> record with them. If you check the Twitter oh, feed yes. of Rocky Minute, there's when they have uh, Sean German on giving his final thoughts. I think it was Mission Impossible Minute. I said, why? Is he sick? I said, no, we killed him. <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, well, apparently I don't participate in any of the extracurriculars. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Be a, be a part of the well, conversation. I uh, I already booked my flight to Salt Lake City. I'm going to uh, check out those mountains you were talking about. I'm going to grab one of those Philadelphia-style cheese steaks. <laughs> and I'm going to come murder you. Yes. Now we have our recording, and we know who to come after. But remember... Allegedly. I am, allegedly. I am Batman, and I do have batarangs, so I'm, I'm, I'm prepared. And where can uh, our listeners hear you and your batterings? Yes, they can hear us at Dark Knight Minute on most podcatchers. Follow us at Twitter at Dark Knight Min. You can also check out our listener group, the League of Listeners, and on Facebook. And then we also have our website, Geek Mind Fusion, where we have some where we upload our podcast episodes. Yes, it's it's very good. If you sound so surprised, and um, <laughs> and you can also check out some good old movies video games and coming soon comic book review reviews cool cool go to twitter and find us at rocky minute uh money mix is our listeners page and uh our host website is doing where you can hear us and other movies by minutes podcasts like back to the future minute the cornetto minute disney animation minute essentials ferris bueller's minute off harry potter minute jay and silent bob minute Lord of the Rings Minute, Spider-Man Minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, Ooh. and Toy Story Minute. They also have uh, audio dramas, Geek by Night and Immunities, and Calling BS with Brandon and Scott, The Doctor's Companion that covers the Doctor Who episodes, Having a Friend for Dinner, brand new Hannibal Lecter podcast, <sighs> and The Protagonist podcast. Also, there's uh, some short films written and directed by Scott Corelli, so a lot of stuff on DuelingGenre.com. Uh, we also got to shout out uh, pioneers of this format, uh, Pete and Alex from the Star Wars Minute. As Jeff Ferry from Jane Silent Bob Minute says, you can either thank them or blame them, depending on which side of the fence you fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Your so, wife, our wives blame them. We thank yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then coming soon, the our our new podcast, Eating Cheesecake, Cheesesteaks, and KFC <laughs> Online. While bashing your wives. <laughs> and then, catch me and Jake on How I Met Your Minute. We, <laughs> as we, as we, we do uh, How I Met Your Mother, one episode at a time. That's right. And then, um, <laughs> and then check out their Twitter feed and see how Jay eats cheesecake as I tweet out more pictures to him. Yeah, we have uh, we have quite the banter going on back and forth with the Dark Knight Minute, so it's uh, pretty entertaining. So check it out, and uh, everybody out there, enjoy your weekend, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up with Minute sixty six on New Year's Day. New Year's Day, All right, everybody, enjoy your New Year's Eve. Be careful out there. Be yeah, safe. Yeah. Call Lyft, call uh, Uber to get you from place to place. Don't drive. You don't have to worry about it, Jake, because you only have about another six hours to live. How, how long is the flight to Salt Lake City from here? Um, I think it's about three hours. Okay, you have four hours to live. It takes me an hour to get there. I got to stop. <laughs> I want to see those mountains. <laughs> stop off the mountains. And it's like, oh, these are beautiful mountains. Now let's go murder somebody. <laughs> Good thing you don't know my address. I will get it. <laughs> yeah, we'll find that. Right. It's the end, it, it, age of the internet. You can find anything nowadays. Yes, yeah, so that, or you can just talk to Adam and Luke, and they'll give it to you. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. We'll see you on the next Rocky Minute. <laughs>